Then Jesus said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Welcome, everyone, to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and you know what today is. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us all be glad and rejoice in it. Thank you for joining me on today. I want to follow up on what I spoke about on Wednesday with the word talking about Jonah. Because Jonah was someone whom the Lord chose. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. So therefore, Jesus tells us to pray earnestly to the Lord to send out laborers into his harvest. The traveling pulpit family, Jonah is in the Old Testament or what I like to call the Old Covenant. I'll cover that at a later time. But what Jesus is saying to his disciples is a part of the New Covenant or the New Testament. Again, I'll cover that at a later time. But it goes to show that it doesn't matter whether we are in the old or the new. Whomever God chooses is whom he chooses. So whether from that time to this time, if God has chosen you, you have a responsibility to do as the Lord has instructed. But there is something about being called traveling pulpit family. It's a responsibility. It's 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 more of a burden than anything else. It's a burden because you find yourself in constant pressure. You find yourself depressed. You find yourself feeling unworthy and you just downright don't want to do it. So I can fully understand why Jonah did what he did. And following up from Wednesday with the word. In fact, let's go there right now. The Jonah 1 1. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Why? Why? Because when we are called, and I said we, because all of us have been called, but few of us have been chosen because the Lord knows whom he can rely on in certain situations, which is why many of us are called, but few of us are chosen. Jonah was chosen. Jonah was selected by God himself, just like you and I are. He was selected just like you and I have been selected. Jonah was selected. But Jonah saw where the Lord was sending him. He was sending him out into the world. The same way he called us and is sending us out into the world. And we know the world is wicked. We know the world is full of self-indulgence and self-pleasure The world is sick and full of sin, but it does not stop the Lord from calling us into his service. So when Jonah got the notification that the Lord was calling him to go to Nineveh to speak out against it, 
Jonah said, man, not in this lifetime, because Jonah saw, he heard, and he also knew of the wickedness the great city of Nineveh held a reputation for having. That's like the Lord telling someone to go to one of the most dangerous cities in America, not just one of them, all of them. There's not a person who a suburban kid growing up who knows nothing about the mean streets of these United States or the mean streets of the world. Someone who's been sheltered and pampered. Someone who's been accustomed to living in peace. Now, all of a sudden, the Lord calls and says, I need you to go to this dangerous city where the murder capital of the world, where the death rate outnumbers the calendar uh, days on the uh, uh, outnumbers the days on the calendar. But I want you to go there and I want you to speak out against its wickedness. You would did it like you 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 would have done like Jonah. You would have been like, wait a minute, Lord, you don't want me for that mission. No, I'm not the one you want. Jonah said the same thing, but Jonah put his words to flight. Jonah, Jonah went and got on a ship. He went so far as to go down to Joppa. He found a ship going to going to Tarshish. He paid the fare and he went down into the boat away from the presence of the Lord, the Bible says in Jonah 1 and 3. That was a very bold move. That was a very bold move by Jonah. You know something, traveling pulpit family? We should never fear the, the world the way we ought to fear the Lord. Jonah did not know that the Lord was going to be with him, but he had such great fear for the wicked city of Nineveh. He feared the great city, the, the, he feared the, the great wickedness of the city of Nineveh more than he feared the Lord. That should never happen with us. We should always have greater fear in the Lord of what he will do to us for not answering his call as opposed to what will happen if we go to one of these most dangerous cities in all the world. We should not have any fear to go and proclaim the gospel message to those cities, no matter where the Lord sends us, if it is his will. You know, there are times when growing up in, in Baltimore where I saw the murders outnumber the calendar days in a year. I saw that with my own eyes. I think it was the years 90, 91 and 92. Those were the worst years, I believe, in Baltimore's uh, murder history or, you know, crime or but it but it has not stopped. You understand the crime rate has not stopped. And you've heard me say this many times here on the traveling pulpit that when Cain rose up to kill his brother Abel. The murder rate hit 100% and it's never coming down. In fact, the only one who's going to put a stop to murder is Jesus himself when he returns. We don't know. We're not, we're, we're not paying attention to his concern, to his return. I'm sorry, we're not paying attention to his return because he has put us on mission. The mission is to go and baptize and to teach. That is our mission. Our mission is not supposed to stop and look at a calendar or a clock waiting for the day until he arrives. The, the mission is to go and to teach and to baptize and to and to have those repent of their sin. 
Because if we're worrying about the souls that need to be saving, we're not looking to the Lord to come because he will do that and our reward will be with him. So traveling pulpit family, Jonah had great fear. He had great fear. The Lord had told him, arise, go to Nineveh, the great city and cry against it for their wickedness has come up before me. Well, we know what the Lord has not given us. He has not given us a spirit of fear Con, uh, concerning Second Timothy 2 and 6, which says, for this reason, I remind you, Paul is reminding Timothy, the young preacher whom he has left in charge of a great city to fan into the flame, the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands meaning Paul ordained Timothy to be the pastor of this church in the city that he left him in. Paul says, for God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Now, just because Paul laid his hand on Timothy, my pastor laid his hand on me, does not mean that you have not been ordained or that you have not been chosen to go do the work of the Lord. Just remember the hands that were laid on Timothy, the hands that were laid on Paul, the hands that were laid on, on Jesus, the hands that were laid on me. They all come from one place, our father, which art in heaven. So if the Lord has called you like he called Jonah, the Lord's hands were placed on Jonah. Just like the Lord's hands is placed on me, the Lord's hands is also placed on you. He has called you to do great things. You ever heard the saying, heavy is the crown or heavy is the head that wears the crown? I like to think they were talking about Jesus because he's the only one who wore a crown. He wore the crown most effectively. And his head was heavy with the burden of the responsibility to carry our sins all the way up Golgotha's hill until he could sacrifice and do away with them. He traded his salvation for our sin. And now we have a right to the tree of life. Jonah had the message of salvation lying in the very depths of his soul. And he did not want to give the message of salvation to the people of Nineveh because of their wickedness. Now, we all know how the story of Jonah ends and Lord willing, we'll, we'll go through this story. But we know how the story ends. We know how Jonah goes to the city after a tragic or surprising event, because it wasn't tragic. It was a surprising event that happened. We'll cover that on next week. But it was a surprising event that happened to Jonah that made him change his mind. See, sometimes the Lord has to get our attention when we run from him. Not that he's going to, oh, he ran, so I'm not going to use him now. Well, you know, I can't use him because he's afraid. No, when the Lord chooses you and he has chosen you, that is a responsibility that you must carry. That is a burden that you must endure because there is a reward at the end of your mission that he wants to give to you. There is something about when the Lord calls. It is very heavy. As I said before, 
It's very depressing. And you know why? Because we are afraid of missing out on something that the world wants to give us. But we don't realize the world doesn't want to give us anything. The world wants to take what the Lord has already given us. That is salvation. That is why the world is so wicked the way it is, because the world is going against salvation. The world is going against the very word of God. And God has called. He has equipped and he has sent out on mission those of his choosing. Do you not realize that Jonah, though he had nothing to go with, nothing to go with because fear swallowed up every ounce of confidence he had in the Lord. Yeah, he can praise God in comfort. He can praise God in protection. He can praise God right where he was. But when he was told to go somewhere that scared the death, scared the world out of him, scared him to death. He couldn't do it. Everything in him was swallowed up and he couldn't serve God that way. We get that way also. Oh, Lord, I can't do that. Oh, Lord, I can't do that. That's that's too hard. That's too hard. What is hard for the Lord? And what is hard for the person who carries the responsibilities of the Lord? Will he not open doors for you? Will he not provide for you? Will he not see you through difficult times? Even though you have to go through difficult times, even though you have to go above and beyond your measure of faith. See, traveling pulpit family, that's why I believe beyond belief. I believe beyond belief because I know that the Lord can do far more greater than I could ever imagine. And yes, I have to go through difficult times. Yes, times are tough. Yes, Ends don't meet, but guess what? He is the end that I'm meeting because I'm taking him with me. So as I'm going, even though the ends don't meet, I got him to help me get between the, the what, what ends don't meet so that they all connect together in him. But if I don't have him, oh boy, traveling pulpit family. If I don't have him, I don't make it. You don't make it. We don't make it. Jonah would not have made it if it had not been for the Lord on his side, even though he had to go through something surprising to get the blessing of the Lord. Something that he wasn't aware of because he ran. But do you not know when you are called and go, when you go, when you don't worry about what what trouble lies ahead when you don't worry about the things that you don't have, when you don't worry about how you're going to have this or how you're going to have that. The Lord is equipping you as you go. So you don't have to be afraid to go. You don't have to be afraid to, to say, I will accept this mission, Lord. If you're sending me, I will go. Because he will already have equipped you with what you need to go with. He will already have provided for you the things that you need when you get there. That's what Jonah didn't see. I have a friend who moved from Mount Juliet, Tennessee, down to Florida because her uh, her uh, servant mission work to serve the homeless here in Mount Juliet or to serve the homeless here in Nashville 
the Lord called her to do greater things. Go down to Florida. There is a homeless population that needs your help. And guess what she did? She did not hesitate. She was a little afraid, but she did not hesitate. The reason she was afraid was because she wanted to know the resources. Well, guess what? When she went, the resources were there. It's okay to be a little afraid in the beginning, but you have to go when he calls. She's now on Facebook posting about the, the promises of the Lord that have been fulfilled. I have another friend who is a Hollywood writer, producer. She's heavily involved and she now lives in Tennessee. She came here sight unseen because the Lord told her to come. She hesitated just a little. Lord, what am I going to do? But the Lord reminded her that her rewards are in Tennessee and she came. All she had, everything, her entire life, she packed up in one vehicle and she moved to Tennessee. And even though where she is is not where she wants to be, she knows that she is where she needs to be because she's in the Lord and the Lord is with her. But had these ladies not done what the Lord had asked, can you imagine the outcome of their lives, what their lives would be? There are some people in this world who are greatly miserable because they feel they missed the mark of the Lord because they ran from the Lord. It's never too late. It was never too late for Jonah and it's not too late for you. There are obstacles in our way. There are, there are situations that go on in this world that we lay so heavily dependent on. And we believe that the resources of this world are what we need to take care of the things that go on in this world. But let me tell you something. The Lord chose Jonah and he's choosing you. The Lord has greater than you can imagine if you will only do as he asks. That is believe. That is believe. Believe in him and he will provide. Believe in him and he will make sure all your needs are met. Believe in him and he will give you the desires of your heart. We know how the story ended with Jonah. Eventually he did believe. But the story for you is not over. The story for you is still going on. It's still being lived out. It's still being written. So what is your choice today? What will you decide? Will you decide to serve the Lord now that you know the Lord may be calling you or now that you know the Lord is calling you? What is he calling you to? What is he calling you to do? Is he calling you to go after that promotion? Is he calling you to start that business? Is he calling you to apply for that position that you don't think you're qualified for? What is the Lord calling you to do? It only takes a matter of you not fearing what the world says, but having full confidence in what the Lord has told you. And the Lord has said he will be with you. You won't have to worry about a thing. Because what is for you will be given to you. It may be 
a little rocky. It may be a little tough. It may be hard in some, some situations, but if you know that the Lord has called you to something, it's your responsibility to own up to it and go after it and allow the Lord to bless you with it because your life will be so much better when you allow the Lord to lead and you stop trying to lead it on your own. Well, that's my word today, Traveling Pulpit family. I hope that you have a have a great, wonderful day. We're going to follow up with Jonah on next week. We're going to go into um, the next part of Jonah. We're going to look at a few other things throughout the Bible concerning when we don't listen to the Lord and the consequences we face because we don't listen to the Lord. We know what Jonah did, and we're going to follow up with what Jonah did, but we're also going to follow up with what the Lord did. Because the Lord has to have a say in some of these things. He does not just give us something to deny him and he's okay with it. No, no. When the Lord chooses you traveling pulpit family, he chooses you. He doesn't want anyone else because you have been made for something special. You have been made for greatness and traveling pulpit family. You have been made for hard things. You have been made for hard things and you can do hard things. Because the Lord says so. He has proven what it means to do hard things. And you see the reward for, for, for the Lord doing hard things. You see what, what, he, what he received from his father from doing hard things. So imagine what you will get for doing hard things if only you will trust and believe in the Lord. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice saying thank you once again. Looking forward to doing this with you on next week with Wednesday with the word and also on next Saturday with the traveling pulpit podcast. If it be the Lord's will, we will do this on next week. Bye for now. And I love you. Tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord and mean it from your heart. Blessings. Bye.